everybody. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Upbeat Dietitians. Today, we are joined by a new guest named Carly. Carly is a registered dietitian, owner of virtual nutrition private practice Crave with Carly, which focuses on women's preventative nutrition, specifically in diabetes and high blood pressure and helping people improve their relationship with food. Carly is a mom, a wife, and a former dancer who currently lives in Baltimore, Maryland. And we are talking with her all about carbs. It's a great one. You're going to love it. <laughs> Thumbs yeah. up. Enjoy. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> Carly, welcome to the Upbeat Dietitians podcast. Thank you for having me. We are so excited. <laughs> Today, we're going to get into all things carbs, which I mean, that's going to be a great conversation. Everybody loves carbs, or if they don't, we're going to go over why maybe they should. Yeah. Um, but before we get into the good juicy carb stuff, walk us through like a day in the life, what you do for work, hobbies, let our listeners get to know you a little bit. Yeah. So my name is Carly. I'm currently based in Baltimore, Maryland. I'm originally from New York, Long Island, born and raised. Um, I went to school at university of Delaware where I got my dietetics degree, as well as um, did my distance dietetic internship to become a registered dietitian. Um, day in the life right now is very different. You know, ask me three months from now and it will be different. I have a toddler, so he kind of runs my schedule right now. And this summer we did not have a babysitter. So it's really based on his schedule. And when I have time, I do social media content for my business with Carly, um, a virtual nutrition private practice. I do most of my marketing through social media. Um, I do one-on-one -on -one counseling, helping women improve their food, uh, the relationship with food to help them reach their nutrition goals, their health goals. So they can enjoy eating again and not be so confused about what to eat and overwhelmed and just be confident in their food choices. So every day is different. You know, sometimes it could be one-on-one um, -on -one counseling virtually. It can be working with brand partners, you know, uh, recipe developing, writing blogs, or it can be watching Finding Nemo and trying to um, comb through his hair. <laughs> so every day is different right now. What an amazing schedule, but also sounds very chaotic, but understandably so that your toddler runs your life. I think whenever we have moms on the podcast, that tends to be a very similar story yeah, <laughs> that we'll yeah. hear. What amazing. Yes. Now that uh, in all things, we love everything you do. Hence why we came, you are on the podcast. Um, but let's get in, into the bulk of the episode. So Hannah and I were talking about this actually before you hopped on how we haven't talked about carbs and a very, very long time. So mm -hmm. we're going to do a general little overview. Can you talk us through like, what are carbs? What types of foods contain carbs? Cause there is this like preconceived interpretation of what a carb is, but could you define that for us? Yeah. So I love talking about carbs. Carbs are one of my favorite topics, especially talking to my clients about it, just because it's always like an eye opener. Um, carbs are essentially sugar. You know, it's a uh, glucose that, you know, the number one energy source that our body uses and what are carbs is kind of how I like to break it down is the famous, my plate and looking at the different food groups. And I would say about 20% of my clients actually get the answer right. And as we know, as dietitians, technically all the food groups have carbs. So when people say they are eliminating carbs or cutting out carbs, 
I'm like, okay, what, what do you mean? Like, let's talk about it. What do you mean when you say that? Um, you know, what are actually cards? And you'll be surprised how many people, you guys know, but you know, people may be surprised, like, what, like, a lot of people don't know what carbs are. So like, oh, wow, dairy has carbs. I didn't know that. Fruit has carbs. Um, you know, you know, protein, your, your, your plant-based proteins, your beans, peas, lentils are, you know, great sources of carbs. So it's always just an eye-opener. And I think for some, actually, clients, it's like, they need, like, like a week to digest that because um, they're just like, oh my gosh, like I didn't realize that. So I think when people talk about cutting out sugar, they may think about more of the simple carbs um, that are, you know, your your cookies, your cakes, your your treats, your um, sodas, juices. So you have your simple carbs, which are carbs that just break down really quickly and you feel, you feel hungry, you know, very fast. And then you have your complex carbs, which are mostly coming from those food groups that I was talking about, your, you know, your plant-based proteins, your grains, fruits, vegetables, um, your complex carbs, they take a little bit longer to digest, key are fuller, fuller longer, and they help, you know, stabilize our blood sugars and uh, typically have more nutrients. I feel like it's like a universal dietitian experience to have someone say, I'm cutting out carbs. And we're like, okay, what does that mean exactly? Yeah, like, let's elaborate on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then they're always like shocked when I say, because I like, I don't know if you guys do this visual, but I like to visualize it like in slices of breads, because as we know, like carb counting. Um, so I'm like, you need like, I'm just going to give like the average 15 slices of breads a, a day. Like I'm not telling them to eat 15 slices of bread. You want to, you know, have variety. And they're just like, how is that even possible? Shell-shocked, yeah. <laughs> How's that even possible? So yeah, we need our carbs. Well, that's a good segue, actually. Tell us why. Like, if someone is like, okay, I get it. Like, carbs are important, yada, yada, yada. We get them from these foods. Why do they actually matter so much? Like, why are us RDs always being so <laughs> annoying about how important they are? Well, because, uh, as you know, diet culture typically says the opposite. And um, people actually end up fearing it. So they they don't want to touch it. They And they feel guilty about eating it when they want it. And they crave it. So, you know, and we know why you're craving it because you're restricting it. So let's look at how we can incorporate it into your diet. So, you know, you don't feel guilty about it, you know, learn, learn about carbs. So you, you actually understand it better. Um, but we need it because like I said, it's the number one energy source and the preferred source that our body uses about half of our energy should be coming from carbs and, um, and, I have to stress the variety of carbs. You know, we shouldn't just be getting it from one source. Now I'm all about variety and different types of, of foods. So, you know, knowing where to get your, your carbs from, how much, you know, for you, that feels good for you and everybody's body is different. I think a good analogy is just like a plant, you know, different plants, depending on the species need a different amount of sunlight for their, their energy. So everybody, even like our own bodies through our lives from a baby to teenager to, you know, if you're a woman, maybe pregnancy to like, when you get older, your energy needs change. So your carb needs also change. And it's just, that's where that education piece and working with a dietitian, I think is, is so helpful. So you don't have to fear carbs. Um, you have a better understanding and yeah, you feel good about it. I'm sure so many people are so excited to hear everything you're saying right now, just oh. because of how much carbs get demonized all the time. Mm -hmm. I feel like, I don't know. I don't know if I have a good idea of like how many years they've been demonized, but I feel like every corner of the internet, you can find it in some way, whether it's like keto or the carnivore diet or just mm -hmm. like general carb hating in general. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I'm sure many people are happy to hear that. Let's go to the flip side. Say mm-hmm. someone does choose to restrict these wonderful carbs from their life. Yeah. How or what might they experience and what might their body go through if they're still yeah. they're still on the fence? Yeah. So when people are, you know, I'm all about meeting you where you're at. So if you want to do keto, which is a low carb diet, um, you know, my first answer is no, why, you know, and no, why, why do you want to do that? And for how long, I think is a good, 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 um, you know, question to ask because for, we know low carb cannot be a long-term solution. You know, I feel like what year was it when keto was like such a big thing, like 2018, like how many of those people are still doing, doing keto now? So we know it's not long-term. And when we are low, you know, low blood sugars, um, low, low carb, you, for me personally, I'm hangry. (laughs) You don't want to talk to me. You know, I have a headache. I'm just weak. I'm tired. And yeah, when you are through that, that ketosis phase, you are fatigued, headache, brain fog, um, bad, bad breath. So those are some, some things when you do restrict carbs, um, at first. So yeah, you know, those can be symptoms that we don't, don't want. Um, I don't think we realize how much our food can, can impact our, our energy levels, our mood, our sleeping, and just like, just like living life. And I feel like people tend to blame themselves too. when they experience those types of symptoms are like, Oh, I'm like, I have so little willpower, so little motivation. Why am I Mm -hmm. craving these carbs? It's like, because you need them. Your body is like going through like a deficiency of that particular nutrient. Like it's not your fault. Your body truly is like screaming at you to get that exact thing in. Yeah. Yeah. I really enjoyed how you brought up, like asking the question of how long they plan to be on. I don't, I don't know if I ever really think of that when I'm talking to anyone or like just in general, when I'm seeing anything online where someone states they do some type of like dietary modification and there's no really discussion of like how long this is supposed to be for, or like what you plan to do. And I don't know if that's really a thought that many people have. I feel like, and I don't want to speak for everyone in the world because obviously I do, I do not know everyone's thoughts. But when people start maybe like a low carb diet and they're like, I'm going to start doing this the long, the long term, as in like year, two years, like multiple years might not be always in the forefront of their brain. And it's just something like good to think about and reflect on like, how long do I want to sustain this for? So I, I love that question. I will be keeping that in mind for my own personal resources, but something really good to reflect on. Definitely. Definitely. Cause I'm all about like, you know, do what's best for you, but like, how long, how long can you do that? Can you, do you still see yourself doing that for 10 years, 15 years? You know, people like when they try to change their nutrition, they tend to go like a hundred thousand percent all in. Like I'm cutting out this. I'm, I'm like working out two times a day, seven times a week. I'm like, what's, what's going on? <laughs> Slow down. I can't like, that's, that's a lot, you know? Um, yeah. Do you, do you see yourself really doing, is that sustainable for you? Unfortunately, what I see a lot too with that is they have the mindset of, okay, I'm going to cut these carbs. I'm going to go in hundred percent. I'm going to lose this weight. And once I lose the weight, then I'll be able to reintroduce those carbs again. What are your thoughts on like that approach? If you ever do see that? Yeah. I, so when I see that, 
That's a good question. So they, I feel like, cause they're so motivated and you don't want to yeah. like be like, no, that's not going to work. <laughs> like, even though mm-hmm. it's not. Um, so I don't know how to answer that. So sorry. Can you like re, can you, can you answer that question? Of course, of course, of course. Yeah. 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 So I think it, what I was kind of saying is when people, you mentioned like them, like they get this idea in their mind of like improving their nutrition, whatever way. And they tend to like go 110% with the intention of like losing that weight quickly. Cause it usually is a weight loss thing. A lot of times they have this like motivation to go for it. And then they intend to, I hear like a lot with like intuitive eating. I know I'm making the question even more confusing. I apologize, but they'll say like, Oh, I'll start intuitive eating. For example, once I lose the weight, or they'll say, I will reintroduce those carbs once I lose the weight. So they kind of feel as though they don't deserve to eat those carbs or eat really whatever food they could be craving until their body is at a certain size. Yeah. yeah. So I guess it, however you want to answer that, I don't even know if you feel like you want to answer what you would say to someone who maybe brought that concern to you, but I was just kind of expressing, I, I do see that quite a bit, which is pretty unfortunate, I think. Yeah, no, I definitely see that too. And I think my approach would just kind of be like, if, if they have had cars before, or they, they maybe tried working with me and like went my way, I'm like, okay, like, how did you feel when you introduced that? Mm-hmm. You know, how did you feel when you didn't have the carbs? Like, did you like, people sometimes don't connect the dots. Like, oh, when I, I actually realized I wasn't craving so much food at night because I had more carbs during dinner and lunch. So it's like trying to help them make the decision themselves because we know know the answer so it, it really is meeting them where they're at and timing is, is everything like if they're in that that first like highly motivated space um but if they continue coming back to me I know that they can trust me and and believe me so I don't want to kind of you know break that trust by being like this is not going to work and like just kind of crush their their dreams so really just kind of like asking those questions like how do you feel when you don't have carbs and how how do you feel when, when you do. And typically it's like, they know that they don't feel hungry as much. They aren't craving the sweet things as much and they, they feel better. Yeah. I would say I'm biased, but that is one good thing I love about dietitians for the most part is we, I feel like are pretty good as a species of like meeting our patients or clients in the middle versus like social media where they, of course, are just like, no, you must like completely do this ridiculous strict thing or else you're wrong or whatever. So I just, I love that approach. I very much value that. Yeah. So we've been talking all things carbs and like the importance of incorporating them, how they might affect your body if you don't have them. Um, and we keep talking about like, from like a biological standpoint, what they are, what are some examples though, that may be some of your favorites that like you like to give out or that you like to enjoy yourself yes. or meals, snack ideas. What are your top choices? I really love all carbs. Um, my top choice. Oh, that's hard. Um, it really depends question. on the day. It, it depends on the day. It depends on the time. It depends on the month. <laughs> um, but I would say like right now, like I'm craving corn. So like corn, um, sweet potatoes. I love like 16 bean soup, lentil soups. Um, I'm, I'm Caribbean, Haitian, Haitian American. So I love my rice and beans. Um, I love oatmeal. I love oatmeal. Like I have that all the time. Um, for breakfast, love putting my smoothie and just fruit. I just I love all carbs. Like I love fruit. Um, 
And I think what could be helpful is like when I crave something sweet, I'm like, okay, what do I really want? You know, is it just because like I'm hungry now? Like it's been a while because I'm hungry and I should have a meal. And then if I'm still craving like that, that popsicle or ice cream, then I can have it after, you know? Um, and I, I know it takes a lot, a lot of time to get to that point for some people. Um, but like, yeah, I try to go for my whole foods, those complex carbs first before I go for the sweets. Cause I know, like we said, they're simple carbs. They give us quick energy. So we're going to feel good at that point. But in an hour, I'm going to be still like leaving, like I want more and I'm not going to want to feel like that. Yeah. That's good advice. I, I heard a video today where the, the creator said something along the lines of like, eat what you want, like whatever you're craving, like eat it, add what you need. So mm. using that gentle nutrition there to like add yeah. higher fiber carbs, add some protein, add some fat that way. Like in this example, simple carbs don't just keep you satisfied for two seconds. Like you still get to enjoy the popsicle, the ice cream, whatever it is that you want to eat, but add what you know your body needs. So it actually does serve you a little bit better. Yes. Like I love that because for some reason, people think like dietitians don't like eat delicious food, <laughs> but like, yeah, like when I'm having a burger or pizza or whatever it might be like, like, okay, how can I add my vegetables? How can I add more fiber? Like, how can I, not only does it like make it more nutritious, but it just like makes it taste better. Like, yeah, totally. I want to quick, hold on. I might've just unmuted myself and accidentally cut myself out. I want to quickly go back to your oatmeal because you spoke so passionately about it. <laughs> I need to know what your favorite oatmeal toppings are. Okay. So <laughs> oh, this is hard. So if I'll, I'll do the toppings, the toppings, I always have to have like almond butter in it um, with some walnuts crushed in. I'm all about my seeds, my chia seeds, flax seeds, um, blueberries, strawberries, are my typical fruits. Um, sometimes I just started adding peach, like the peach has to be like very sweet. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, this is so good. So if it's a very sweet peach, that's another topping I like to, to add in, but it's typically like blueberries, strawberries. And if I don't, sometimes I don't add like actual like sugar to my oatmeal, I add banana to it just to sweeten it up. Um, but that is, that's my go-to. Yeah. So you mentioned you'd only talk about toppings. Is there, do you have a preference of the actual like oats, like the type of oat, if it's flavored? That's good. Now I like, I, I need like, to know your entire oatmeal. Order. So I like, <laughs> quick, like steel quick oats, you know, um, I like to like on the pot, I don't like to put in the microwave, like the water boil, add a little bit of salt, some cinnamon sticks, some star inez. Um, I add the oats to it. Some, sometimes carnation milk, sometimes almond milk, sometimes whole milk, depending on what milk I have, maybe drizzle some coconut oil in there. Um, oh, definitely a lot of cinnamon, as much cinnamon as I can. Um, and that's how I usually have like make it in the pot. And then I add those, those toppings. That sounds incredible. <laughs> I feel like you need, I don't know if you have a series on social media, but now I feel like you need an oatmeal <laughs> series oh, oh, yes. <laughs> yeah I, I was thinking about that too actually <laughs> and my son loves oats too so it's just like an easy like I make it at least once a week like in a big pot and it's just like so easy it literally it's, takes like five minutes to make and it is so much better on the stove like it takes yeah. a little bit longer but like it's so worth it yeah 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 and it reduces your chance of exploding 
I hate yep, that. The microwave. That's yeah. like really a downer. That is <laughs> devastating when that happens. <laughs> oh my gosh. Cool. Well, thank you for sharing. I know it wasn't Yeah, super you got very dying. into that, Emily. I don't know where that came from for you. That's <laughs> well, funny. I, I'm not the biggest oatmeal fan. I think it's because I don't make good oatmeal. Mm. I like add brown sugar and nuts. And normally it's just whatever's around. Mm. I should add fruit. I like really like fruit. I don't know why I do that. Don't do that. Yeah, my husband. But I had to like know oatmeal I- <laughs> until, until I started cooking them for him. <laughs> so. There we go. Well, now you've inspired me. (laughs) Yes, keep me posted. I will. Um, But thank you for sharing again. (laughs) Going back to carbs in general and diet culture in general, do you have any other thoughts about carbs that you'd like to share for listeners who maybe are kind of in a place where they're trying to make peace with carbs being okay to incorporate into their life or Mm -hmm. even like, now they're in the pre-contemplation, I don't know, pre-contemplation stage of change. Do yeah. they want to make a change there? But maybe they're hearing it. Contemplation. That's why I'm like know. pre-contemplation. Have they even been exposed they're to the thinking idea? About it. They're thinking about it. Maybe. Yeah. For for those fellows. They're mm-hmm. thinking about thinking and then people. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Any last thoughts for all those individuals? Yeah. So carbs is, is in this culture that we're in is difficult. So I would say it's so hard to do, you know, to get to, if you're not at that place right now to have that good relationship with carbs is to cancel out the noise that, you know, continues to perpetuate those negative, you know, thoughts about carbs. And that can be hard because sometimes it just comes to you when you don't even want it to. Um, but that, that's why I think it's so important to, you know, have your your nutrition accountability, whether it's a dietitian, a, you know, a personal trainer that like aligns with you and like what you're looking for as well. Um, you know, reading books, you know, getting that knowledge is is so helpful because yeah, I had a client who I know we talked about carbs and she was like, I know, I know, I know I need to eat carbs and I feel better. I just still fear it. And it's just like, it's okay. It's okay. It's like great that you like acknowledge that, like how you're feeling about it and you're trying to get there and it may take time. And I just think it's just so important to keep asking yourselves questions, being gentle with yourself. You know, when it comes around food, it's not going to happen overnight. You know, it's, it's, it's forever evolving. So yeah, that's my, my advice that, you know, just continue to listen get that knowledge and yeah, get to know, know yourself more about carbs, your relationship with it. Yeah. Giving yourself like so much grace because they're whoever you are, you're likely being told from so many different outlets that like, you shouldn't be eating these things. And so it makes total sense. It would feel real tough to like get Mm -hmm. those in on a regular basis, like multiple times a day. If you're being told from others that that's not the right thing to do. No, no. And there's no such thing as good carb or bad carb. You know, there's Ooh. all carbs can fit, fit in somewhere. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I was posted a video on TikTok actually the other day. And there's like a battle going on about like, of course, like fruit being the good type of natural sugar. That's the only time we should be able to eat where even though in some other videos, people even demonize the, the fruit, natural, good sugar. So mm-hmm. like, you literally just can't win. But I think that's the bottom line is there is no good carb, bad carb. They're all going to break down to glucose in the end anyway. So exactly. eat what you like. Yep. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you so much, Carly, for coming on. This has been an absolute pleasure. If you want to hear 
Carly's answers to our bonus question today, you'll have to check out the Beat Deets content. Um, it is hamburger related, so very exciting there. <laughs> but before we let everyone go, Carly, let our listeners know if they want to hear more from you, where can they find you? Anything you want to promote? This is your time to shine. <laughs> So I'm most active on Instagram at Mindful Eating Dietitian. Um, my website is www.cravewithcarly.com. Um, yeah, and you can reach me through that. Awesome. Well, we will leave links below to all those. So you guys can find Carly very easily. But yeah, Carly, thank you again so much for coming on. It has been long overdue for us to talk about carbs again. And this is like a perfect way to do it. Like a little bit of biology, a little bit of like mental health in there too. And like, actually enjoying the food we're eating. So I think our listeners are going to really like this episode a lot. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for having me. Had fun. All right. Thanks for listening today, guys. We will catch you next week in next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in on this episode of the Upbeat Dietitians with your hosts, Emily Krause and Hannah Thompson. We appreciate you all so much for continuing to support us. In order to support us and sustain the success of this podcast, please subscribe and leave a rating and review. If you'd like to provide us feedback for future episodes and guest stars, follow us on Instagram at The Upbeat Dietitians. Lastly, you can show us support by providing a monthly donation using the link at the end of our bio. Once again, thank you so much for listening today and stay tuned next Wednesday for a new episode. Until then, we hope you have a wonderful rest of your week.